For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Appeals Court orders dismissal of Michael Flynn prosecution. Democrats block Senate Republican police reform bill. And scarce medical oxygen worldwide leaves many gasping for life. It's Thursday, June 25. I'm Anthony Davis. A divided federal appeals court on Wednesday ordered the dismissal of the criminal case against Donald Trump's former national security adviser Michael Flynn, turning back efforts by a judge to scrutinise the Justice Department's extraordinary decision to drop the prosecution. The U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia said in a 2-1 ruling that the Justice Department's move to abandon the case against Flynn settles the matter, even though Flynn pleaded guilty as part of special counsel Robert Mueller's Russia investigation to lying to the FBI. The ruling, a significant win for both Flynn and the Justice Department, appears to cut short what could have been a protracted legal fight over the basis for the government's dismissal of the case. It came as Democrats question whether the Justice Department has become too politicised and Attorney General William Barr too quick to side with the President. The House Judiciary Committee held a hearing on Wednesday centred on another unusual move by Barr to overrule his own prosecutors and ask for less prison time for another Trump associate, Roger Stone. U.S. District Judge Emmett Sullivan had declined to immediately dismiss the case, seeking instead to evaluate on his own the department's request. He appointed a retired federal judge to argue against the Justice Department's position and to consider whether Flynn could be held in criminal contempt for perjury. He has set a July 16 hearing to formally hear the request to dismiss the case. Michael Flynn was the only White House official charged in Robert Mueller's investigation into ties between the Trump campaign and Russia. Democrats on Wednesday denied Republicans the votes needed to advance the Senate's GOP policing reform bill, casting doubt on the future of the effort as thousands of people continue to protest over the death of George Floyd and police misconduct and excessive use of force. The bill stalled with a vote of 55 to 45. Democrats have derided the GOP bill, which focuses heavily on data collection and urging departments to change standards on when force is acceptable, as a watered-down version of their own proposal, with Minority Leader Chuck Schumer saying that Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell wants to show he's doing something and get nothing done. So much of the anger in the country right now is directed at the lack of accountability for police officers who violate Americans' rights, Schumer said. 
As far as I can tell, the Republican bill does not even attempt one significant reform, not one, to bring more accountability to police officers who are guilty of misconduct. The video of George Floyd pleading with the officer has spurred a national demand for police reform and accountability that has Congress racing to pass legislation. Senator Kamala Harris praised her Democratic colleagues for blocking a bill she said didn't include substantive solutions. The Senate's next steps aren't clear. The House is scheduled to vote on the Democrats' version of a policing reform bill today, a sweeping measure that would make it easier to prosecute officers criminally and file civil lawsuits for misconduct. Meanwhile, a grand jury has returned indictments on the three suspects in the murder of Armored Arbery, a young black man who was accosted and shot dead as he went for a jog in a Georgia town. As the coronavirus spreads, soaring demand for oxygen is bringing out a stark global truth. Even the right to breathe depends on money. In much of the world, oxygen is expensive and hard to get, a basic marker of inequality both between and within countries. In wealthy Europe and North America, hospitals treat oxygen as a fundamental need, much like water or electricity. It is delivered in liquid form by tanker truck and piped directly to the beds of coronavirus patients. Running short is all but unthinkable for a resource that literally can be pulled from the air. But in poor countries, from Peru to Bangladesh, it is in lethally short supply. In Guinea, oxygen is a costly challenge for government-funded medical facilities, such as the Donka Public Hospital. Instead of the new plant piping oxygen directly to beds, a second-hand pickup truck carries cylinders over potholed roads from Guinea's sole source, a factory, dating to the 1950s. Outside the capital, in medical centres in remote villages and major towns, doctors say there is no oxygen to be found at all. The result is the poor and the unlucky are left gasping for air. For many severe Covid patients, hypoxia, radically low blood oxygen levels, is the main danger. Oxygen is also used for the treatment of respiratory diseases such as pneumonia, the single largest cause of death in children worldwide. Yet until 2017, oxygen wasn't even on the World Health Organization's list of essential medicines. In vast parts of sub-Saharan Africa, Latin America and Asia, that meant there was little money from international donors and little pressure on governments to invest in oxygen knowledge, access or infrastructure. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Please leave a review on iTunes Podcasts or Amazon. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health, and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified, and truthful world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to. 
but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts.